Welcome to the Sideline Dissonant. I'm Brad Whitaker. Going to talk a lot about Kevin Durant today, but first, let's talk about Rob Gronkowski's future. If you haven't seen Gronk's cheap shot on Bill's corner, Tredavious White, from last Sunday, well, here it is. It's a little banged up. He's down. Someone comes by and hits Gronk from behind. And then Gronk, this is going to get flagged. Oh, Gronk's 100%. Ooh. Hey, that deserves to get Gronk was suspended one game for that hit, which is a weak punishment in my opinion, which is really saying something because I'm a Pats fan. Uh, He appealed the suspension, but it was upheld today, probably because if it were reduced to a fine, it would create a PR uproar the NFL would probably never recover from. But there's a strange theory as to why Gronk chose to body slam Tredavious White, and it has everything to do with creating new career opportunities for him. Himself. Don't let me explain. Let David Deal explain. I'm not scared to admit I'm a WWE do? fan. Okay. <laughs> I'm not scared okay. to admit it. All right. But Jinder Mahal called him out this so week. Now you- Social media all last week. Rob Gronkowski, is he going to stand up to the challenge? Is he going to wrestle this guy? And it was back and forth banner throughout the entire week. And right away when this happened during the game, what did everybody say? Oh, he pulls a WWE move. He pulls a wrestling move. And there's a reason why. Because he let social media and stuff off of the field affect what he did on the football field. Now, that sounds like the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. But please let me know if you disagree in the comments below because I'd love to hear your explanation. Look, after the game, Gronk even admitted he was pissed. He didn't even he didn't get a holding call, which was bothering him all game, and he let his emotions get the best of him. Gronk wasn't just like, I'm emotional and acting impulsively, but why not use this as an opportunity to body slam a guy and elbow him in the back of the head? Maybe the WWE will notice. That's a great excuse if you ever get into a bar fight, by the way. I was just hoping Freddie Roach would notice my good form. That's the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Now, I definitely think Gronk is interested in becoming a pro wrestler. He's appeared at WWE events before. He loves wrestling. His family loves wrestling. I wouldn't be shocked if in a couple years, after a few more injuries, he says, I'm taking my talents to Stamford, Connecticut, and signs a pro wrestling contract. And you know Bill Belichick understands this. He knows a 28-year-old, 6'6", 270 pound tight end that's had a dozen injuries ain't going to last very long. So here's the question, and I pose this to all football fans, especially Patriots fans, because we're emotionally involved. This year, Gronk has stayed relatively healthy. The first season he's done that in a while. His stats are through the roof. Arguably, his value has never been higher. If you're Bill Belichick, do you consider trading him after this season? He's under contract for two more years. He'll be on the verge of turning 31 when it runs out. You know he's going to he's not going to stay healthy in that time because he never has. Why not trade him? Look, Gronk's always been a tough cost-benefit analysis for Belichick, and I don't think it'll take much for him to fall through the ice. Gronk has never been the most focused pro football player. We know he loves to party, has a big off-the-field persona. That, that isn't to say he doesn't have a strong work ethic, because he clearly does, and he's smart enough to play for Belichick, but let's just say he doesn't have an IQ above 120. And we all know he can't stay healthy. This incident with Tredavious White might be enough for Belichick to say, I'm done with Gronk, might as well trade him while I can get something significant back. 
I'm sure he learned his lesson waiting too long to trade Jimmy Garoppolo after this season. After this season, assuming Gronk stays healthy through the playoffs, with two years left on his contract and a full stat sheet from 2017, there's no better time to trade him. And Cousins and Durant both thrown out of the game. And you don't even need that. There to three out. Responsibility. It's a word that makes most people roll their eyes, but we all understand the importance of it. The more you run away from responsibility, the more unintended consequences begin to compound. But on the flip side, it's the people who embrace responsibility that tend to go on and do great things. Those are the people who, may, who become great leaders, great managers. Uh, and two summers ago, Kevin Durant decided to sign with the Golden State Warriors, a team coming off a 73-win season, a team that should have won the NBA Finals. And KD got a lot of flack, especially from OKC fans, similar to when LeBron left Cleveland the first time. You're not loyal, they said. You can't win by yourself. You're taking the easy way out, they said. And remember, when LeBron went to Miami, it was Dwayne Wade's team. Even by the end of the first year, Wade was still the leader of that team. But by year two, after LeBron had familiarized himself with the Heat, Dwayne Wade was no longer the leader. It was LeBron's team. Kevin Durant is now in year two with the Warriors. He's no longer the new guy trying to fit in. He goes to work in the morning and for the most part knows what to expect. But when the season was just beginning, Durant was interviewed by GQ Magazine and said this. Steph Curry is the face of the franchise and that helps me out because I don't have to. I don't want to have to be the leader. I'm not a leader. I'm bad at saying, stand behind me and follow me. No, I'm one of those guys that's just like, let's do this shit together. Let's just work everybody together. I don't mind being on the front line with you, but let's come and do it together. That's my way of leadership. I'm leading by example. I'm all for leading by example. And trust me, there are many competent people who don't make good leaders, but still manage to lead by example because people see them doing a good job and try to apply what they see to themselves. But let's fast forward to the present, less than a month after that interview took place. Kevin Durant has now been ejected three times in 18 games. In his previous 10 seasons, Durant played 703 regular season games and was only ejected once in that time. That's not leading by example. Now, I understand the NBA has been kicking players out of games a lot more lately, but you can get away with that excuse once, maybe twice. But after three times, it becomes a pattern. And when you run away from responsibility, bad patterns emerge. And when you're the first or second best player in the league, it's your responsibility to become a leader, or at the very least, lead by example. By year two in Miami, LeBron had embraced the responsibility. Everybody gave Kyrie Irving crap this past offseason for leaving the Cavaliers. They said he lacked humility for wanting to leave LeBron, that, that the, trade was, the trade demand was ego-driven. But it turns out Kyrie just wanted more responsibility, and now, in all likelihood, he'll be a top three MVP candidate by the end of the season. 
Durant might think he's being humble by saying, I'm not the leader of this team, Steph is. But he's saying that because deep down he knows if he's having an off night, the essence of that 73-win team is all still on the roster. Okay, on to winners and losers, and I got to show you something uh, that, that was posted on Twitter yesterday, and this is just the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's a picture of Jose Altuve standing next to Joel Embiid and J.J. Watt. I mean, he looks like a midget compared to J.J. Watt, but then look at him next to Joel Embiid. It's hard to believe that's the guy who just had the single greatest postseason performance since Barry Bonds. And I pulled up the stats here. Let's compare the 2017 postseason stats of Jose Altuve to Barry Bonds. Again, Jose Altuve is like 5'6", five, 5'7", five, on paper. In reality, I think he's shorter than me, and I am incredibly short. Uh, in 2017, Altuve, he hit seven home runs, drove in 14 drove in 14 runs, had a 310 average, and an on-base percentage of 388. Now, those are pretty good numbers, but let's compare them to Bonds. All right, Altuve had seven home runs. Bonds had eight in the postseason. Uh, Altuve drove in 15 runs. Uh, Bonds drove in 16. Uh, and Bonds also hit 356 compared to Altuve's 310. And an OBP, because he was walked all the time, of 580. 581, and Altuve, an on-base percentage of 388. But again, look at this photo. That guy is not Barry Bonds. (laughs) Almost the same numbers as Barry Bonds' incredible, infamous postseason uh, from 15 years ago. Just incredible there. And on to losers. Uh, Roger Goodell signed an extension through the 2023 season, a $200 million contract. There was a lot of talk if Goodell might not uh, be re-signed by the NFL. Well, it looks like he is. Uh, That's about $40 million annually. But what I do like about this contract is roughly 80% of the total potential compensation package is from bonuses. So it's a lot like an NFL player contract where you know, you, you have all these incentives to make more money. Presumably, those are financial incentives, and it makes sense. Roger Goodell has made the NFL a lot of money over the years, uh, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have PR problems that are going to hurt their finances in the long term, and it doesn't mean he's going to fix the kangaroo courts that they seem to establish because Tom Brady deflated a bunch of footballs and because they did not know how to handle the Ray Rice incident. And now they're suspending guys who body slam and elbow people in the back of the head for the same punishment of guys that, you know, have questionable hits. So the NFL and Roger Goodell clearly have a ton to work out in terms of PR. Uh, but again, he's made them a ton of money. So that's really why he signed the contract extension. I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, I bid you adieu.